Hello and welcome once again to the Ski Rex Media Podcast. I am Tim from Ski Rex Media as always on yet another fine blue sky, sunny, warm spring day. And this is the first uh, brand new podcast episode for the new season, spring. And uh, I thought it'd be good to do another check-in. Now, a couple episodes, I did a a springtime check-in talking about stats, where we're all at, where we're all at physically, you know, talking about how... You know, it's good to check in with one's self, see how you're doing, see what you're doing, what you can do, what you can continue to do, or what any of us can continue to do. And I wanted to check in today because I want to talk about money and spending money. And this time we're going to talk about how I spent money on the Indie Pass way back in September and how well I made out with it. That's what we're talking about. And we're also going to talk about cheap skiing anyway, or skiing cheaply, or skiing cheaper, or any of that stuff. But we're going to start with the Indie Pass because I love the Indie Pass. I really do. And I really put some work in on it. Not nearly as much as I would have liked to this year. Did not get out on it as much. Now, the Indie Pass for a buck ninety-nine, that's $199 I paid for back in September. Two days at every participating mountain, which at that point was like 54 and it's now 60 plus. can't remember off the top of my head how many, but that's a lot of days. Um, that you can get in on the pass at a lot of different places. Um, and that's one of the beauties of it. But today we're talking about, well, at first we'll, we'll talk about the Indie Pass more, why I like it, um, as we get into this. But we're going to talk about cost. Is it the best value? Because I've seen that. Other um, media outlets, you know, snow sports and other sports and travel and hospitality outlets have said or have posed the question, is the Indie Pass the best value in skiing? That's actually a harder question to answer than some would realize. You could say, well, it's the cheapest multi-pass there is, mega mega pass there is. I'm like, it is true, but as I tell anybody who's thinking about buying a season pass, a mega whether whether it be a mega pass or a mountain specific pass at one's home mountain, um, you get the one that you can abuse. And when I say can you abuse it, can you do at the end of this at the end of your part of the season because the season never really ends because we can go into summer um summer and fall activities as well indoor skiing plastic hills all that good stuff um grass skiing and so on um you know what, what when you do the math though how many you know did you pay for it if you spent a thousand dollars on your pass a day ticket is $100 on average. Did you get your 10 days into at least break even? And then what did you go beyond that? And that's the abuse. Now you start coming down. If you do the math, the days you the, the cost of a day gets lower and lower and lower and lower and lower till it's a dollar a day. Now, to get enough days in to make any pass a dollar a day may or may not be tough depending on what one can do. Not everybody has time to ski 100, 200, 300 days in a calendar year. You know, not everybody has the physical ability to do that. Um, not everybody wants to. Some people are good with, you know, you know, a handful of days, and that's good for the season, and that's cool too. Never let anybody tell you you're doing it the wrong way. How many times do I say that? Never let anybody tell you you're doing it the wrong way. So the Indie Pass is beautiful for this, um, and it was beautiful for me. Now, I planned on using it a lot more, really abusing the heck out of it, because I can. 
<laughs> under normal circumstances, I absolutely could. You see, when it comes down to Mega Passes, Indie Pass, or the Epic or the Icon, any of the three of those, I can abuse. I have mountains right around the corner. Where I live in Vermont, I have mountains within spitting distance of on all of them. On all of them. An hour, some of them even closer than an hour, but a lot within an hour, and then within two hours, a lot more, and then obviously then you branch out, but within two to three hours, which really isn't bad, in my opinion, in my opinion, I know sometimes traveling stinks, and having to be able to drive and all that stuff stinks. I live in a place where I can do that, so I can really abuse any of them. I chose the Indie Pass. Why? I wanted to, A, cut costs. Because it is 200 bucks compared to some of the other passes isn't bad. It just isn't bad at all. It's it's cheap, comparatively. It's it's very cheap. Um, plus, it has mountains that I had never heard of. I had never been to. Even the ones I had heard of, I still hadn't been to. I I don't. I've only skied one mountain this year that I've ever been to before. Killington. That was it. Which is obviously not on the Indy Pass. It's an Icon Mountain, but that's the only one I went to that I had never. That I had been to before. Every other place I skied this year, I I had never been there. And I wanted to check them out. And that's the beauty of it. But again, why I like it, we'll get to that. We're talking about the cost. Is it cost effective? Is it a viable option for those who are looking to save money on their skiing and make skiing cheaper? An expensive sport activity hobby cheaper? I would say yes. Yes, it is. Absolutely. Now, I didn't get to use it as much as I wanted to. Between the travel restrictions and the weather and my own schedule and then health issues that cropped up and and, 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 and car issues, you know, blowing a tire and having car trouble, you know, not being able to run around as much as I would have liked to. All those things. And yet, and I only did it for six days, right? Six days I only used on it. And... I still got more than my money's worth. Simply put, I simply put, I actually kept a spreadsheet of this, and that way it could do the math, and I didn't have to. And but uh, you know, I I would just add in my days, and some of my days aren't the exact price, you know, because some of that is I might have gotten the online only price and not realized it, and not what you'd pay at the window walk up or something like this. Uh, the the price I got for Black Mountain, New Hampshire. Uh, I forgot to check it completely. That was a rough day, actually. That was a really rough day. Um, but uh, that, that's a story for another time. In fact, now that I think about it, I never did a recap for that day. I have to do a recap for that day this week um, because it's more than a week past. And I forgot all about it in that something. But that was a rough day. But anyway, not the point. So one of the people I skied with, they told me what they paid for a day ticket. So I threw that in. That'll work. It really doesn't matter how exact it is because it. That's this is the, the difference is... Fact is, over six days on day ticket prices, I spent, I would have skied for $417. Um, some people would obviously spend a lot more, others would spend less, depending on how many you go, which mountain you go to, all this and that. But $417 on Indy Passes. So I did a $417 worth of skiing for $200. That's awesome. That's awesome. And again, 
if it wasn't the perfect storm of bullshit that kept me from going out as much as I wanted to, or would have liked to, I should say, um, it would have been even more. It would have been even more because I would have been able to get up to Jay, which I don't think I'm going to be able to do before it shuts down. I would have been able to get down to Magic shuts down or Berkshire East before, you know, or back for a second day at Pat's Peak or whatever it may be. You know, I just didn't get out as much as I would have liked. I did, you know, and that happens. And I'm not complaining. I'm just explaining. Um, but $417 over six days. I mean, if you take those six days for the 200 bucks I spent, that's $33.16 a day. That beats almost any day ticket anywhere, even at these places. These places that run $45, $50, $60 a day. I've beaten that by almost 50% on any given day at almost anywhere. That's what I mean about abusing a pass. I paid for my pass. After the, the two visits, the two days I did after the first four, Mathematically, those were free. Those were free. And every other day after that would be free. That's another day that, way to look at it. Fact is, any way you do the math, it does not matter. I crushed. I saved money. Now, I get it that the problem with these passes is that the layout, the initial layout, 200, 400, 600, 1,000, depending on the pass you get, um, that's a pain in the ass sometimes, and I get that. But 200 for the cheapest um, pass, you know, again, start now. Think about this right now. It's March 2021, you know, before the winter begins, before the 21-22 winter season begins, right? Start saving up. Throw a dollar away here, dollar there. Put it in a piggy bank. I have many piggy banks. I love them. You know, throw your change in a bucket. Do what you can do. Take your cans and bottles back. And just keep it in mind, you know, save up that $200. Again, if you can abuse the pass, there's so many indie mountains out there. Take a look at it. You probably got something near you. At least I hope you do. Some people don't. Um, one of the people I skied with, you know, she doesn't have a lot of these mountains near her. So, might not be the best way to way to go but still 200 bucks save up take a look get the 200 get it do your two days at the mountains you can do and you get discounted tickets for the third day after that so that's pretty good too and i didn't even get to do that and i wanted to and i still didn't get to do it <clears throat> excuse me for that but the point is 200 bucks save it up get it and then ski it as much as you can and that goes with any uh, mega pass actually if you buy epic icon mountain collective whatever the other ones out there whatever you have in europe um you know get those and really ski the hell out of it whichever one you can do and keep track of that number just for your interest sake like if you have the money great and you know obviously if you saved it up and purchased it you had the money um and you don't think about it beyond that sometimes but i, I say think about it and see what you saved like I, again 33 dollars a day i skied on the indie pass and to be honest when i skied off of it i think the most expensive ticket i bought was 60 bucks and i don't even i can't remember i should have looked up before i started recording my receipt but i i had an early season killington day that i think that was a 60 um, on my birthday, I went to Pico. That was 45 That was dirt cheap. Um, that was less than a day, a Monday ticket there. Um, big snow in October. That was $35, $36 with taxes and fees. Um, my, my, I went and did a $20 two-hour session over at Ski Queechee. Like that's, I didn't spend jack on skiing to, this year, and the Indy Pass was the foundation of that because 
$200 at mountains that, you know, their tickets aren't even that really that expensive anyway. They're still well under 100 um, and on some days under 75 And there are days where even small places, you know, like I've, I, I've said it a hundred times, I love Camelback in Pennsylvania. I do love that mountain. And shout out to them. That sucks what happened to their chairlift the other day. Um, a chair came down uh, detached with people on it. And uh, those people got hurt. I don't think anybody got killed, but you know they got hurt. It was just an ugly scene, and that sucks for them. Um, and I do love that mountain, but I think before I got the camel card, which discounted tickets, I spent like $75 there on a day ticket. Same at Seven Springs out in Pennsylvania, $75. Bucks. Um, you know, beyond that, I can't remember what I've paid at other places because I still knew people in the industry. So I was getting free tickets at Mount Snow and Stratton, um, quite often. So that's where I was going. Um, but we know that, you know, over the years, the ticket prices have gone up and some places are well in excess of a hundred bucks. Even the high, high end places are pushing 200. Now, part of that is, you know, that's just the economics of the thing. Another part of that is, you know, Higher ticket sales means you push pat, uh, season pass sales, mega pass sales, and multi pass sales because it's a better deal. A season's pass will always be a better deal no matter what you do, no matter where you go, um, no matter what you're into. This isn't just skiing. This is another one of those in real life tips from Tim from Ski Rex Media. I lived in New Jersey right around the bend, maybe 10 minutes from Great Adventure, Six Flags Park down there in New Jersey. And on their radio commercials, they would they would brag about it. Two uses and your pass is paid for, and then you can just keep coming back. Um, they would brag about that. They wanted you to buy the pass, and for a lot of reasons. There's more that goes into it than that. You know, you say, well, don't the places lose money on those season passes? No, because every every person like me who will abuse the hell out of it, there's a 100 people who will maybe make those two days, like at Six Flags, or will only go the four days on their indie pass to pay for it, um, or any other season's pass to anywhere, even if it's to your local museum. You know, for you, for every one of us who like me who abuses it, there's a lot more people who don't. Plus retail, food and beverage, other things. You know, believe me, nobody's losing money on season passes typically. Um, again, I'm not in their financial department. I don't know if I'm right. I could be 100% wrong. Believe me, I've been out of retail for now four or five years. I Four years. I could have forgotten everything. Honest. I wouldn't lie to you. But the point stands. Get the pass that you can abuse. And like I said, I, if I really could have gotten into it as much as I wanted to, I mean, $33 a day, that was for six visits. Now, if we do the math for me personally, think about that. Jay Peak is two hours away, two and a half hours away. That's the furthest one in Vermont from me. Magic Mountain is an hour. Bolton is an hour. Um, Suicide Six is uh, uh, 20 minutes from me. Now, think about that. And the one, just the four in Vermont then. You know, with two and a half hours. Within two and a half hours, I had eight days of skiing. Within two and a half hours. So, I would have done even better just staying in Vermont. But then if I could have timed it better and gotten out, because there's mountains that are an hour away. Pat's Peak's an hour away. Uh, Waterville Valley, which just recently got out of the Indy Pass, that's an hour 20 away. Um, isn't Cannon on, on Indy Pass? That's an hour, what, 10 minutes, 15 minutes? Think about that. If I could have gotten... And abused it even more. I'd be down to like $5 a day skiing. If that's not the best value ever. Ever. For places that you don't usually hear about. Unless you're local. Or usually you wouldn't even think about going. 
Obviously, everyone thinks about going to the bigger places first. The big names that you've heard of, the popular places. Killington, I went there. It's one of the most popular places in New England and the biggest. And it's, it, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a full resort with all the amenities and all the goings on and all the, you know, and it's big and it has all the terrain and the lifts and all this other stuff. And it's great and I love it. And I always have ever since I was a teenager when I started going there. Um, when I worked at Mount Snow in high school, you know, we got our driver's licenses. We were up there. It was on our pass. <laughs> you know, we didn't pay to ski there. You know, there may or may not have been a year, a day or two during my senior year that I was there instead of in class. Not going to lie about it. But, um, it, you don't, you know, that's where people typically go. Be, or that's what you think of. And you can't help it because of popularity. But there are so many other places and so many one may not have heard of and the beauty of the indie pass is it brings these places to light it brings these places right into the forefront um, making them more popular but not so popular that they get overrun um for instance when uh mount snow now on the epic pass when it was when vale bought out what was that peak peak resorts is that what that was called it's like two years ago it feels so long ago um that i can't remember but you know, a lot of people from that area, and I grew up in that area. I know Mount Snow. You know, I, I used to work there. I grew up around there, and and people were like, "Oh, great! It's on the Epic Pass now. It's just going to get overrun." Um, I saw some evidence that they may have been right. I said it wasn't going to happen. I was like, "It's not going to get overrun." There's a lot of people there, even during the season of COVID nineteen. Um, but these other places, man, and again, maybe a little biased because I went to them during the week mostly. I only skied one weekend day this year, so you know, this year so far. And uh, I, I, I never had a, there was never more than five people in a lift. That's a lie. That, well, it's a mistake. Um, Suicide Six, opening day. I was there for opening day. Um, and that was pretty busy that day, but we had just gotten that friggin' three to four feet of snow, that early season, weird ver snow in Vermont. Like it snows in Vermont and it snows that early, but four feet at a shot. Like Okemo, I think, set a record. Um, in the town of Ludlow for the most snow gotten in one shot ever. Um, it was a very strange out of nowhere thing. Um, so I went up there and it was pretty busy. Plus I think it was the first day of uh, a holiday break in December. Uh, so, you know, kids were out of school, parents were home for that and they can drive. So a lot of people went out there. So it was pretty jammed, but it wasn't so bad. Like it, there was the line, but it was moving. And, you know, once you got up the chair and onto the hill there was plenty of room for everyone to play and it's not a big mountain so that's how busy it actually was it looked really busy and the line was there but it wasn't a problem then other days i went both days i went to bolton valley the line never got deeper than three people and you know that it was once during that day so the point is <laughs> in a roundabout way that um these places are not super popular, but they are awesome. And they do have a following. Like if you talk to people who are regulars, people who are mountain specific, who have the mountain specific passes and locals, they'll tell you these, this, you know, even though locals don't always ski, you know, oddly enough, they end up working at the mountain more than skiing it sometimes, not always, but sometimes, um, 
you know, they, they love it. These people love it. And they say, this place is cool. The vibe is great. The cheeseburger is friggin' awesome. And you wouldn't know it because no one ever goes there. And it's surrounded by bigger things. Like, we went out to Black Mountain the other day. To get there, I had to press Bretton Woods, Atatash, and Wildcats right up the damn road. Like, with, you know, Cranmore, which is in Conway, right up the road the other way. Like, these places that have bigger names and have other, like, celebrity names attached to them. Uh, Davenport, Chris Davenport used to ski at Cranmore. He's from that area. If I'm, I think it's Chris Davenport. You know, so they these names that are attached to these bigger places that we've heard of. Um, also, like Loon Mountain. I passed that on the way home from Black Mountain. And Black Mountain, though it was a rough day for me personally, <laughs> just getting there and driving there. and it was, But we still had fun. Like, that was a fun, fun day. We had a lot of fun there, um, those of us who were there. but And it was late season conditions, so they were, you know, it was a little rough. But whatever. That's the name of the game. It's spring. That's what happens. You know, it's that kind of, it's that time of year. So it really wasn't a big deal. But the place... Um, for a smaller place, it, it was kind of cool. Really n- neat way, neat setup. Um, a lot of, of of diamond terrain and double diamond terrain. If you're into that, very cool about that. For those, like it, it, it was actually almost. It felt like the more difficult and expert terrain was overwhelming. Like there was more of that than intermediate and beginner terrain. Not something you see often. Kind of unique. So. You know, it's worth checking out. And again, it was not busy, even on a Sunday. Even on a Sunday, it wasn't busy. And New Hampshire just like lifted, you know, a great deal of their travel restrictions and mask usage and all this other stuff. They said, screw it, we're open. And it still wasn't busy. So there you go. That's the beauty of it. That's why I liked it. Beyond the price, because the price I said was right. Like I said, I only used it for six days and I only spent $33.16 a day for, for what I used. That's great. $417 worth of ticket days for 200 bucks. 50% off. Like, you can't beat that. I mean, you can beat that. If I would have gotten more days, I would have destroyed that. But I didn't. And you can do the same thing, too. I, I You know, I'm going to have to check in with some of the, the, the others. Like, the, the ones I skied there, almost all of us had indie passes that day. Only one of us didn't. And I should check in with them and see what they spent. Because they did go to Cannon and Waterville and, 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 and somewhere else, maybe. Did they go somewhere else? I don't remember. But the point stands. I bet you they did just as well. I highly recommend the Indie Pass for the price and for the cool mountains you can find. Because let me tell you something. You don't always need hundreds of thousands of terrain acres. You don't need a shit ton of vertical. You don't need every major modification in lifts and every piece of lift technology. You know, you don't always need that. And maybe you do. I'm not saying that's wrong, but give everything else a try. It's worth it, believe me. And and also, some of these mountains, though they are independent, so you think they are smaller, they're not really all that much smaller. Pat's Peak is pretty good size, man. Um, Bolton Valley's pretty good size, man. Like, these are good size, tons of terrain mountains. Like, that even without the Mega Pass, if you just spend a day ticket, you're still coming out money ahead. Like Bolton Valley is a good example. Right around the bend is Stowe. I think they're a hundred bucks a day. Bolton Valley isn't. Is Stowe bigger? Yeah, Stowe's pretty big. But Bolton Valley's nothing to sneeze at. It's good size, lots of terrain, easy to get lost. You know, if you go down to the run part of the mountain at the wrong time and you have to walk back, it's a good distance walk. It's worth it. 
It's absolutely worth it. I love it. I like I said, I skied only one place that I ski this year that I had skied before. Every other mountain I had never been to before, um, and that includes all this indie pass stuff: Pat's Peak, Bolton Valley, Suicide Six, um, Black Mountain. I've never been to those places before, um, and they were awesome. I enjoyed each and every one of them, and I can't wait to see the others: Jay Peak and Magic and and Saddleback and Waterville and and Swain and Greek Peak and 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 go all the way down to Tennessee, and then maybe even get out to Juneau, Alaska. What is that, Eagle Eagle Crest? Like out there, like so many options. It gives you so many options for such a good price um, that I, I recommend it, and so many different things. Isn't there a saying, something along the lines of variety is the spice of life or something similar to that? It's not, it's no joke. It's so many different places that are so not, not hidden gems, not unpopular because they have a following. They absolutely have a following, but not like going to big, giant, fancy resorts. I don't know. That's just me. And like I said, I made out like a bandit. So I, I suggest that, and, and, and let's be honest, man, even at, even off the Indy Pass, I still made out like a bandit. Like I said, I did a two-hour session at Ski Queechee here in Queechee, Vermont, which is even closer than Suicide 6. It's 10 minutes up the road, eh, 15 uh, from me. And uh, I paid $20 for a two-hour end-of-the-day session. It was fine. It was the end of the day. There weren't a lot of people there, and I got to take a bunch of runs for 20 bucks. Not bad. Um, you know, I went to, like I said, Pico scanning over their homepage on their website, their main homepage, always go to the homepage of the website. You'll find the best deals. Read all the way down and scroll all the way down. Um, 45 bucks for my birthday. That was awesome. I mean, it was 45 bucks for anybody who had Vermont or New Hampshire driver's license. If you lived in Vermont or New Hampshire, you got a cheap ticket and Killington did, does the same deal. Um, I don't remember if the days are the same, the Vermont and New Hampshire days, but yeah, you may have to take a day off of work Monday, but you're, you're saving money going up for a lift ticket. Absolutely. Um, and it's worth it. Skiing can be cheap. And these are things you do. Get your mega pass. I, like I said, I suggest the Indy pass. I'm going to get one again next year and finish touring all these mountains that I didn't get to see. And like I said, some of them I had never heard of, um, but look, you know, get your mega pass. Look for the special deals, you know, on certain days. Um, you know, try to ski off holiday and weekend if you can. Not easy. I know the majority of people are off during the weekend and obviously off on holidays. So that might be your time. But there's ways around that. And we'll have to talk about that as the next winter um, and the 2021-2022 season kickoff. We'll start talking about more. And maybe during the summer as well, we'll talk about ways to save. Um, and ways to, you know, sneak out there and, 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 and get the get the cost down a little bit. We'll talk about that. But today it was all about the Indie Pass, which I've talked about, and how you can save money at other places. I love it. I highly suggest it. Uh, get it. If it, Again, I'm not over-pushing it. I mean, I'm not being paid to say this, so I can say if you don't live in a place where there are any of the Indie Pass mountains and you'd have to go three, four days and it's just not viable for you, I understand. They understand. You know, go ahead and get something else, but get the one that you can use. Like I said, right here, I have mountains on all of them. You know, I'm, I'm an hour away, hour, hour and a half away. Epic Pass, Mount Snow, hour and a half, hour 45. Okemo, 40 minutes, maybe. Um, Stowe, an hour. 
not bad. And these are just in Vermont. Icon, same thing. Uh, Stratton, you know, hour, hour and a half. Um, hour to uh, Killington, you know. I, I'm not far. I'm not far. And look for the smaller places anyway. If you're not buying a pass, you'll get a better deal. And if you love your home mountain enough where you ski it every day, get the season pass, dude. It's worth it. It's worth it. Absolutely. Always get passes if you can. And then definitely check out the Indy Pass. You'll get a lot of cool mountains and you'll, you know, that are just just different because they are off the beaten path and not insanely overpopular that there's hundreds of people there all the time. Right? Right. Hope that all made sense. I hope I got my point across. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. But I hope you enjoy it anyway. I hope you didn't, I know, well, you don't enjoy me knocking around the microphone like that. Holy smokes. God damn, how unprofessional am I? So I did hope I do hope you enjoy it. If you did, please hit the like button if you are watching on YouTube or hit the little like heart icon if you're watching on IGTV or if you're listening on any of the audio platforms, the audio only platforms, please uh, like, share, rate, follow, subscribe, do all that stuff to show your fandom and let me know it's worth it to uh, worth it for me to keep doing these. I'm going to keep doing them anyway. People like them. People enjoy them. And hey, I got to ski with a bunch of fans. So that was cool too. Awesome shout out to them. Thank you everybody for joining me once again and listening to the Ski Rex Media Podcast or watching it. Hashtag watching And I will catch you next week for the next one. Enjoy. Enjoy your spring. I hope you're able to. It should rain at some point, but right now it's sunny, nice day. So put the t-shirts on, switch your goggles to sunglasses and get out there on the soft snow. But probably wear your helmet. I don't know. If you want to wear your ball cap, that's fine too. I'm not going to tell you how to do it. I would never and you know that. Thank you for watching and listening everyone. I'm Tim from Ski Rex Media. Like, share, subscribe and all that good stuff. Later.